This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Well, hello there, individual, individuals, people, and persons. Welcome back to the show. I am Karen Huger. Mm. And I threw the Adidas at Rolling Loud. And this is the read. Thank you for coming back. It is three. And thank you for coming back. Um, lots to discuss, to uncover, to uh, recover. Um, and to bury to, back into to the earth to never see again. To discover. Yeah, that was a good one. Who knows? Passed it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, as usual, we're going to start with some black excellence, and this week's black excellence goes to Jadea Kirsch. She is the very first black rodeo queen in the state of Arkansas. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. <gasps> Oh, I have to look this up. In 2017, she was crowned Miss Rodeo Cole Hill of Arkansas, making her the first Black rodeo queen in the entire state. Um, Get ready, because she's also a hottie and a model for Wrangler jeans as a (laughs) result of uh, this title. Oh, my God. Look at her. (laughs) Yeah, isn't she, you know, gorgeous? Oh, my God. All that melanin. And of course, she started doing the damn Pony Express. What I tell y'all niggas about the Pony Express. Mm -hmm. When she was just 13 years old. She started in the Pony Express for the Arkansas 7 before spending two years. I know that's right, sis. Old Fort Days Dandies. That's a group, I guess. It's an organization uh, for diversity and for women in equestrian sports. Now. Miss oh Kirsch God. is teaching the importance of agriculture to uh, children in her area and surrounding areas. She's been going around with animals and farming stuff and teaching young people how important agriculture is, saying it's important that kids know how agriculture, know agriculture because it's our future. Farming is our whole community. Even the food from Walmart comes from somebody raising Ooh. That's true. Um, she says that animals help to save her life. She hopes that she can pay it forward by helping young people through her work and the you know world, the environment, things like that. One pony at a time. I love this. Everything about this story. Oh, my God. I miss Oklahoma so bad right now. I have not seen the Pony Express in years. <laughs> and that is the event. Okay. Niggas is sticking around to see who in the Pony Express, bitch. Hey, who finna <laughs> win? It's like, a, it's like a relay. I know you know, but for the people who don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a horse racing relay. And so kind of like runners would pass the baton. 
the riders pass the baton on the horses as they lap around. And so yeah. it's 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 a crowd pleaser. And I just oh, I don't know. This story just makes me feel so happy. So, so proud of you, Miss Courage. Congratulations. I love everything black cow person. <laughs> like <laughs> I love yes, cow all <laughs> of the cow guys, girls, and NBs. I love them. I love all black this. Yes. It's just like, it's, the it's best. so great. I saw like a little clip from an interview that she did with, I want to say, Channel 5, maybe, in Arkansas. And her like voice and accent is so cute. Ugh, love it. So, you're awesome. Keep doing the work. Yay! Also wanted to say shout out to one Michaela Cole, who's apparently joining the Black Panther family. That's right. I heard about this. Oh, I cannot wait. It's perfect already. I left my body. <laughs> I I it's perfect was thrust already. into the astral plane oh, by okay. this information. Yes. Because my physical form could not Mm-hmm. handle this you know that we have been a fan of Michaela since what, chewing gum probably yeah like forever yeah um so uh, everything that she is earning seeing she deserves she's such an amazing talent I'm such a huge fan I could look at those cheekbones literally do anything any day of my life like and so I was incredibly excited by this and mm-hmm. can't wait to see what it's all about because the role that she's been cast for is not being talked about. Like they haven't announced what it is. Right. And I feel like a lot of the times that's because the role is a gag. Mm. Like, okay. They, you know what I mean? Like they don't, they're, they're saving it. I feel like they're saving it. Okay. So why? Some people are saying that they feel like she's replacing Letitia Wright, which I don't think is true. Um, no, me either. Some people think that she might be playing Aurora Monroe, a.k.a. Storm. Oh, that's... Wait, the X-Men. Mm-hmm. That's not the same. Go ahead. That's I'll the, answer. I'll clear it up. That's... X-Men is... Mm-hmm. Is... Is DC? It isn't. No, X-Men is Marvel. Marvel. But mm-hmm. X-Men does not exist in the Black Panther universe. Why wouldn't it? But does it? Why did I, I just I just assume that these Why existed. do any of these girls be in the same movies? Do they? <laughs> I had no idea. I mean, the X-Men, they just don't. Are they? You, I mean, you suffered through Infinity War because Black Panther was in it. And I so had why do you think no Spider-Man was, was in happening. it, too? Because <laughs> he's a superhero. Oh, X-Men are superheroes. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think they work at the bank? I mean, <laughs> I kind of was thinking of, like, Captain Planet. <laughs> a superhero. So, I mean, yes, but not really. Storm and T'Challa were literally married. Oh, see, and so when I first heard this news, I started thinking about what she could That's possibly be doing. And then I realized very quickly, I do not know enough about the Black Panther universe to start speculating on what this role could be. So see, I knew then to just give up on even trying to have the conversation with myself. I knew then. Mm-hmm. I just don't know enough about this. So whatever y'all get Michaela Cole to do, I'm sure I will love it. Because I, I loved everything fun. about the I first one. Just <laughs> I adored it. 
Yep. Place right it now. My bank. I need it right now. There's also a rumor that she's going to be playing a character named Madam Slay, which is a real character that exists. Um, it isn't a gay thing that I just made up because I'm gay and I love this. It's mm. Okay. No, it's Madam Slay. Um, and I don't really, I mean, that feels like the most likely to me if any of this is true. Like, I honestly feel like she's going to be playing someone that's none of these rumors. But I feel like of the things I've heard, that's probably the most likely, but it would maybe be adjusted or switched up a bit because I don't, I don't mm. know. Again, whatever. Yeah, I would whatever love her to play me. Storm, though. <laughs> I would love her to play Storm, but I feel like we got to um, iron out this multiverse thing. Okay, yeah, because I, I, it clearly confused the hell out of me. <laughs> All of the T'Challa needs to be recasted, girls. This is your time. Because I feel like in a few more years, they can be like, oh my god, look, it's T'Challa from Earth-76. So- played by, um, <laughs> I don't know. Some Lawrence. TikTok. I said Lawrence. Um- Jay Ellis. I don't know why. <laughs> Come on, Lawrence. I don't know why he's the first person to catch him. Maybe because of that shady-ass post from HBO today. Did you see that? I, d- I did, and I said, leave us alone. Congratulations, Issa. <laughs> right. It was fine. Congratulations, girl. Looked like an absolute doll. But, um, the duress! The, the glow! <laughs> like, <laughs> everything yeah, about it. The way she played off. it off in the Instagram caption. Literally everything about it. Um, what an icon. Love you, Issa. But um, what else can I ask you? The X-Men. Um... Mm. Do they have like a human face that they put on when they're around people in like the real world? Like, do they transform into the X-Men kind of how like Power Rangers used to transform into Power Rangers? Because <laughs> like, I don't think I've ever seen a human-ish looking X-Men. They all look, you know, like Wolverine, that nigga be looking like a wolf. Wolverine huh? is an X-Men, right? Yeah. Good. He do, right? Uh, like, but, do, but do all of them? I know Storm is a black lady. He kind of just looks like a white top. So just like real, like bushy and yeah, <laughs> just with a lot going on. Okay, he gives like white kinky trade, very oh, circuit no. party. Okay. The Wolverine basically just looks like a circuit <laughs> party gay. Yeah. Okay, they're Maybe mutants. I don't know enough they're about. just yeah, people with mutants. a mutant Okay, gene. they're people. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. And that's the whole thing about okay. X Men is it's very like it has a lot of underlying like civil rights black undertones to okay. it where it's just kind of like we can't help who we are but we're being mm, this you know sad. eradicated and destroyed and persecuted right. just by virtue of being who we are Different. all we want to do is exist yep and then some of them are like we can get these people to understand that we all can live in harmony and then magneto and them are like no kill all of them bitches because what they're not going to do is continue to try us see exactly so it's like yes. who, you know i okay. always enjoy the brotherhood got movie. you yeah. i should watch some x-men movies i'm googling now what? seeing that there movies? are many <laughs> movies no oh are they not that. good they're not good don't ever do that okay don't, don't do that ever. <laughs> don't ever do that okay never maybe mind. watch the cartoons you know what i'll just read the wikipedia what? Look at some of the show on Disney Plus. Like, oh, the there's a show on Disney Plus. Okay, yeah, I will see. One. But this was that was my problem because when I picture X Men, I picture cartoons. I don't picture yes, the human. They were all things. born from animated picture books. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, all of these things are cartoons. So it's animated from the '90s too. Yeah, but they look that's human. Why we love them. 
Most of them do look like people, yes. Okay. Some I don't of know them why. unfortunately <laughs> have a gene that makes them not look like human. For instance, okay. Beast doesn't. Um, See, I never even heard of that one. It's unfortunate. You know, some of the girls, they don't, you know, they have something that makes them. But then you have like Mystique, who looks mm. blue and, and has these bright yellow eyes. <laughs> but then she can make herself look like other people. Oh, that's her power. Yes. Okay. I understand it now, and I will be looking it up further. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. All right, this week in Hot Tops, Godzilla versus Dong, we will start with oh my God. an update from LeBron James. He retweeted Lord. an article from Deadline uh, about the Space Jam film. It says, Space Jam, a new legacy, steals the ball away from Black Widow with $32 million. I believe that was their first weekend. Um. LeBron retweeted it with the caption, Hi, haters. Space Jam 2 has since racked in apparently 94 million worldwide. Oh, okay. Worldwide. Um, they're still a little over 50 million under budget, but um, sure, great. 
Uh, oh, damn. That's 50 million under budget. Goddamn. Yeah, the budget is 150 million. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Um, I don't know if Kovisha has anything to do. I think Kovisha really has had uh, oh, yeah. a lot of the girls. She has a lot to do with it. <laughs> yeah. That's when you can just pull it up on Disney Plus or Hulu or whatever the hell. Like, yeah, girl, we're not we're not going to the theater for that. We're not. Mm. I'm not. Not for Space Jam back at it. No. Mm-mm. Mm. Something else, perhaps. Yeah, the reason for me is just that I'm not going to watch this. Whether right. it is um, at the theater or the comfort of my own. <laughs> Neither way. I really don't care to watch Space Jam Plus. <laughs> <laughs> not Space Jam. <laughs> if Noah, like, begged you, you would. <laughs> More Space Jam. Um <laughs> Space Jam all the way. Yeah, like if Noah's like, we're watching Space Jam, the the remix, then yeah, I probably You need to you need to see this. It's for your own edification. You would sit through it. Right. But like maybe, maybe I will find an N95 mask and go to the theaters for Black Panther 2. But I can't think of a movie. I cannot think of a movie that could get me to the to the theaters before that one. I just cannot. I thought about going to the theaters to see the Suicide Squad. But then I was like, you know what? No. <laughs> no. Why? Like, I'm actually having a decent time watching these brand new movies at home. Yeah. And there are some that really, I think, need the theater experience. Like, I'm not going to watch A Quiet Place Part 2 at the crib. I just can't do it. Because a huge part of what I loved about that, about the, uh, the, the first film was the way not only that the i find that horror films are fun in <laughs> theater anyway i i love watching them by myself because i like to be scared but i don't know i like Woo, no thank but, you Mm-mm, no jesus um watching them around other people that are like absolutely going to be more afraid than i am <laughs> like that it's me. is fun as well but then like that particular <laughs> Y'all love it. Oh, my God. Because most of these things don't scare me, to be honest with you. But I still have a really good time watching them. Um, But, like, that film, like, A Quiet Place, then the sound design within it, it was just something about being in a theater. And it's just, like, you could hear a fucking strand of hair hit the carpet. I don't want to watch the sequel in the house. So, so like, the Candyman film, I think uh, Nia DaCosta directed that film, right? I think so. Sure she did. <laughs> Mama was like, listen, no. <laughs> you're going to watch it at the theater or you're just not. And we will oh, wait. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I did hear about that. She was like, we'll wait until, you know, it's looking like it's it's safe enough. But no, mm-hmm. you're not going to watch it until then. I don't care okay. if, you know. Like, <laughs> and I respect that. I do, too. Like, I respect you as the artist saying this is how I want the work to be consumed. I just also need you to understand that like it was never an issue for me anyway like as somebody who hates scary movies and can barely tolerate them in a full theater like I'm never gonna watch it at home anyway but like for me movies at home again the bar from to get me outside of my house and off these streaming services is extremely high because as much as I love the movie theater 
There are a lot of things I do not miss, like white people taking their shoes off and putting their feet up on the oh. damn chair that's in front of them. Crusty, nasty feet, dead skin flakes just dripping oh. off that motherfucker. Oh. And you just sitting here Enough. picking your fucking toe jam and talking. Like, Enough. I don't need I don't need niggas phones going off in the middle of the movie. I don't need niggas overreacting, laughing actually, for too long. All of it. I don't need none of that shit that y'all do in the movie. You're flashing me back to all of the movie-related reads that I've yes, had. Yes, you've had a lot. In the lifetime. <laughs> you've of had a show. lot. People bringing their newborns to the midnight sh- showing. To come and see The Conjuring. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> the movies used to be like extremely irritating, man. Was it Deadpool that I saw? I feel like I had to read once on. I no uh, idea. Like I don't know. One of y'all will remind us, but I went to see a movie that was very blatantly rated R and also known to be like you didn't have to have seen it or even heard, but like we all knew it was a violent movie rated R. And sat next to two kids. <laughs> like, like, I one of y'all. I, I feel like it was Deadpool, but it was a blatant R-rated movie with tons of gore Tragic. and sex. Tragic. And I'm sitting next to like you couldn't even be an adult <laughs> sitting next to this adult stranger right. and then put your kids on the other side. I had to like be the other parent and listen to and 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 watch your kids as motherfuckers are having sex on screen. It was absolutely deadpool i remember oh it my God. because i remember there was a scene in deadpool where they have sex like all year and they show them like fucking through each of the seasons through the like, it was like a montage of them having because you know sex i didn't watch whatever deadpool is i don't you know don't need to it, yeah and i just remember sitting there for this like four minute long sex bit thinking <laughs> why are these kids here yeah anyway yeah. I'm so, never watching um, Space Jam Returns. And that's fine. It was not worth my stream, like I said. But my nephew wanted to watch it, so it was worth it. However, exactly. the rest of y'all, I'm not leaving the house. Like I said, until Black Panther 2. And, you know, change my mind. Mm. <laughs> they won't, but it's fine. Speaking of leaving the house, the Whitney Houston hologram concert is officially coming to Las Vegas starting October 25th. Whoa. Somebody needs to be in jail. Jalay. Prison. Like, okay. Under the fucking cell. Why won't y'all let Whitney fucking rest? Can she just rest? Was it not enough that she tried so hard to contort her life to please y'all while she was here? Can y'all not let her rest in the afterlife ever? All right. An evening with Whitney Houston. Get a job. <laughs> Leave her alone. An evening with Whitney Houston is coming to Harris, Las Vegas in o- on October, like I said, where you can go and watch a hologram virtual image of Whitney Houston no. in several looks. Boo. Um, featuring a four-piece band, uh, live dancers. So at least, you know, she'll have human living organic people dancing around her as well as living singers backup singers and she will be performing quote unquote all of the hits for you in vegas by way of someone's iphone and dongle oh my god of course pat houston said girl of course this is the tea like whitney would have loved it bitch 
Oh, I'm sorry. I know, you know, that's her mother, but wow. Is it? <laughs> I mean, that is the person who gave birth to Whitney and was the vessel Pat? for her entering this word, world. So. Pat Houston. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> you mean Sissy? <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> I clearly was thinking about her mama in this moment. <laughs> but I'm pretty I'm pretty irritated with <laughs> I mean, yeah, really, truly like I don't have many nice things to like, say. Like I'm so focused on that like the fact that entertainers now seriously need to consider putting some kind of clause in their will about not having their likeness brought back as a fucking oh hologram. Oh my god, girl! So that your greedy-ass family can't continue to make money off you after you die? Like We're really at a place that... Like, you're right. This is where we are in society that people the girls have, have to, to ink that up. <laughs> explicitly say it. Like, do not resurrect my image to be projected in some digital format after I die so that you can continue to make money. I mean... Kiss my no shame. Ass. Not only a select few of y'all, right? Need this but all of you need to do it. All of you who it maybe applies to, you you need to really consider it because Bruno Mars can go ahead and do that now. I'm yeah. just saying, <laughs> like Bruno Mars might not mind. Oh, you know he won't. <laughs> He's probably mocking up outfits. I was going to say, he probably drawing up a plan for right the hologram concert. All suede. All suede. Socks up to the knee. He in the dressing room with some pink lotion. Oh. <laughs> Fixing his little Afro bouffant. Listen, I... <laughs> oh my God, tickets are available? Oh, tickets go on sale? No. No, oh, the yeah, devil no, this- is a lie. If y'all don't pull up a fucking Whitney Houston Essentials playlist and stay the fuck at home. Okay, so listen. <clears throat> I will say this. This seems very Vegas. Um, It seems like, and I say this is someone who has still never stepped a single toe inside of Las Vegas ever in my life. I'm not in a hurry. Um, nope, you wouldn't be. But what I feel like I know about Vegas like lines up with this hologram <laughs> experiences of, of people you go to the Whitney Houston hologram mm-hmm. or whatever it glitches up in the middle of I want to dance with somebody and her head like leaves her shoulders at some point oh or just God. like technical difficulties or whatever and then you leave that and you go to a restaurant where like they bring out a live lobster they shoot it with an AK and they like <laughs> And then yes, like this is exactly what happened you. to me at yeah. <laughs> like a whole at Treasure Island. Come yeah. and like dance on the literally at Treasure sheet. Island. Yes, correct. <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm literally like guessing. No, all so, of this is what happens in Vegas. You could. This is like two hotels. <laughs> the absurdity of it sounds like Vegas, and that's why I'm kind of like, uh, I guess I'm never gonna go no. even. If I am in Vegas, like, I don't want to have anything to do with this. I um, am good. But it sounds like something that a couple of, of Mimas and aunties would probably go to when they're out in Vegas. However, Pat, 
a tour and a new album and a musical. Leave it Save alone. It. Leave it alone. Save it. Please just let Whitney rest. Like I see it going to Vegas because drunk high tourists from all over the exactly. fucking globe will do anything in Vegas. Yes. Of course. Yes. Random white people f- who are here from fucking Australia or whatever are gonna be like, oh my God, a Whitney Houston? Oh my God, a hologram Whitney? Babe, let's go. Like, of course you're gonna sell those fucking tickets. I'm not shocked that somebody saw a money-making opportunity. I just don't know when y'all are gonna let that lady rest because you didn't let her rest on earth. <laughs> so when That's are real. y'all going, like, do all of you have to also depart this this plane? In order for Whitney Elizabeth Houston to just lay down? I just, you know, all right. Well, everyone have a great time, I suppose. <laughs> I no, will be there. Do not go to this show. Some of this stuff is just like, it's getting really weird. Like, even the, like the pop smoke shit, like. It's bizarre. You're already dropping another posthumous album, like right after the other one. And it's Full of features and Travis Scott making pop smoke Dior shirt. It just feels a taste icky. It feels like somebody's trying to get paid. I don't know who's trying to get paid, but it feels like somebody wants their money. The money they thought they was going to collect while these people were alive. And so that's why I'm just really uncomfortable. Speaking of, um, Aaliyah's uncle says that he feels like Normani should have gotten permission to use a sample of Aaliyah's One in a Million record on her latest single, Wild Side, featuring Cal BB. What? Um, <laughs> yes, one Barry Hankerson, Aaliyah's uncle slash catalog manager, right. says that no one gave Normani permission to use a One in a Million sample. Um, and that he believes it would have been, quote-unquote, more honorable for Normani and her team to seek approval for the sample, but still gives, still gives her his blessing for whatever the fuck that's supposed to be worth. Right. Um, apparently told TMZ, I will not stand in the way of something that brings to light the incredible staying power of Aaliyah. But you do. Constantly. Every <clears throat> okay. So in that light, wishing Normani well with the song and overall career, God bless, I think Aaliyah would be pleased. I mean, certainly she would, but like, first of all, Barry Hankinson's like <laughs> blessing. What am not... I supposed to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this actually supposed to I'm sorry, I have to eat a shit. Like, I shouldn't have brought it. Okay, so I was wondering, at first I thought, is he talking about, like, the dance part of things? Because, you know, that's not a legal matter. If you're saying that they sampled one in a million, um, you know, in the actual song itself, like, production-wise or lyrics-wise, that would be something else. But I see here from this story that I Googled in the last 10 seconds that her team is saying there is no actual direct sample um, from one in a million. Right into the information. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know you was. (laughs) I was trying to understand this story because I had not heard it. So I was just trying to see where, like, what his justification was as soon as you said something. So my bad. Anyway, what happened? (laughs) 
When I read this, I needed explanation because. Oh, yeah. See, same. Why would. I had to Google it immediately. It's very clearly a statement from someone who lost. <laughs> like, it was very obvious that, like, and it sounds like one in a million, but yeah, mm. it's not a direct sample of the song, which. Is puzzling to me because it sounds just like it. But I guess not an illegal matter, honey. And that explains a lot of this. Because Barry was like, I guess he must feel swindled. He was like, I can't legally do anything about this. I see. So I'm at le- I'm just going to be like, it's okay. fucked up. But it's not because Aaliyah would love it. Shut the fuck up and put her goddamn music on streaming platforms. Right. What is like, Right. What it sounds like to me is that this big grown man's feelings are hurt that legally he can't do anything about this. He can't do anything about this. (laughs) He's really pissed because y'all know if there is anybody who loves to exert their legal power over a dead artist's work... Barry is like in probably in the top five girls I can think of. Like, and the fact that Aaliyah fans have been asking for since she died for y'all to do something about this. Like, and especially since streaming services really got popping, like, please, what do we have to do? What do we have to sacrifice? Who do we have to ask for y'all to put Aaliyah's music on streaming? Like, what is the issue? And I'm certain it boils down to money. He don't feel like he going to make enough. And so he not going to do it. She's another one that's just like as much shit as niggas put her through while she was here. Like, <laughs> and here we are now. Furthermore, I saw a clip of Timbaland listening to the song and vibing the fuck out to it, loving it, giving yes. his blessing to it, saying that it was bomb, shouting Normani out, and all of that other stuff. So, if the person who actually produced and right. constructed and co wrote the song itself, <laughs> likes it and approves i don't give a slice of a motherfucker (laughs) about what this nigga is talking about but again you Mm -hmm. just wanted to be heard on some mojo jojo shit on some fist swinging i would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for these pesky ass kids shit sit your ass down right like just (sighs) could not be more irritating or like I have to less chips because I will be crunching all. <laughs> I just can't think of anybody whose opinion I would value less than Barry Hankerson's in this situation. Like I simply no. don't care. And I, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it worked because it got me truly interested in something Normani had done. I downloaded the song. I actually do enjoy it. It's fun to me. So, um, I mean, I've always wanted the best for her and I can't wait to see what, happens after this but if you think i'm gonna be like taking up the flag for barry hankerson girl a whole nother thing coming not at all i'm glad she sampled it and got away with it i'm glad she put the choreography in her damn video and made it her own and all that shit i love all of it good for her and bad for you (laughs) bad for him um Young Amaze had to address rumors that she might be pregnant. After oh my an interview. god! What are you kidding? <laughs> are you fucking kidding? <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Okay, after a podcast interview where she was talking about wanting to have kids and, you know, wanting to have a boy first and then a little girl and all this, you know, gay shit. And Mm -hmm. literally in the clip references her girl, who I guess was sitting off to the side because, of course, she was probably, you know, posting (laughs) selfies and being really pretty. Um, Of course. But that they've talked about it and I guess are working on it. And somehow this turned into rumors that young M.A. is with child. Because <laughs> niggas love to joke. Exactly. Yeah. She posted um, in the comments to your gossip. Of course, my girl is the one that's going to be pregnant. That's why I looked at her and mentioned her. Y'all bored. LOL. But I get it. Sell your stories. And we working on one now. Well, <laughs> I actually love that response. That's a great answer to like, the way niggas was acting. Because as soon as I saw it, I said, y'all are just looking for jokes. Y'all are looking for a reason to fire up Photoshop or exactly. whatever app does Photoshop. And y'all are looking for a way to like poke fun at a masculine presenting woman. That's what y'all are doing here. So. Literally, that's all that that is. Because that, the whole joke is, ha ha, she dresses like a nigga, but she's pregnant. <laughs> that's the whole joke. Meanwhile, studs do carry babies. They do. All the time. They do. rarer than the other way around. Well, but it does happen. But it happens. So. And we might all want to just grow up a little bit. (laughs) Like, just a little bit. Sometimes I think the curse of being gay is actually just knowing better and having to experience those. Maybe so. Maybe so. That's kind of that's part of the curse of being black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, is is having to just constantly hear shit the that dumb you know shit is y'all nonsense. Yeah, and that like your grandparents knew were nonsense, right? And yet we still have to. And yet here you through. niggas are right. Like when y'all said the government was trying to track y'all with the vaccine, I, a person who has taken a science class, had to sit through that. Yeah. As if y'all did not say that. Mm-hmm. I have, I've had the months and months and months of people saying things that go directly against science or make no sense. That's what I've had to endure. And it's the exact same situation. Like, ha ha ha, Young M.A. is trending because niggas have photoshopped her to have a big pregnant belly and all the jokes about how your nigga fell off or whatever. Like, I'm just truly bored. <laughs> And, and, I, like, and I'm not entertained. You want to say, oh, you know, y'all niggas need to get a job. Y'all ain't not got nothing to do, whatever. Like, I guess they do. You're at work right now doing yes, this. Doing you this. have things to do. You have shit that's due. You about to complain about your boss, your supervisor, that is probably heinous. But at the same time, you have due dates. You have shit to turn in. Yeah. And instead... You're photoshopping a pregnant belly onto a stud because it's funny to you because you live in like the 60s. Um, well, you know, if you do have a baby or whatever, God bless. Like best of luck to your child. <laughs> I forgot she's not that young. Young and May? Yeah, she's 29. Oh yeah. You know, this is around the age that a lot of hashtag us, right? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, good luck to them if they decide to go down that road. Kanye West lives at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Fuck out of here. Yeah, that's what the streets are saying. Uh, you mean the fake Mercedes-Benz Stadium or the real one? Wow. 
Wow. And everybody knows exactly which one is which. So. Wow. Wow. I just. Well, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta that um, Kanye Mari West used as a listening event for his Donda album. Um, he was presented with a plaque backstage at the event on July 22nd. Oh, God. Which the city of Atlanta is apparently dubbed Kanye West Day. He has also received the Dr. Donda West Meritorious Service Award from hmm. Morris Brown, oh, wow. where Dr. Donda West taught for 20 years. She was also the chair of the English department there. So it was a big musical event where he was dressed in a big red puffy thing. He had some stockings over his head, and he played a whole bunch of music for the niggas that wanted to hear it. The worst. And now apparently he lives there in a studio where he's finishing his album to be released whenever. So mm. how excited are you for new Kanye West music? Literally could not be less excited. Mm. To the point where I'm not even mad at other people for listening. I am just bored with it altogether. I'm past being annoyed by it. I'm completely indifferent to it. Yeah. Like, I just do not care. And it's not like I yeah. care, you know, in a negative way. Like, you're you're boring to me. Everything about you, <clears throat> all the things that your millions and millions of white fans hype you up for, I find to be repetitive and dull. I'm not seeing the genius, and I haven't for a long time. And it's fine if you're on whatever, you know, journey or trip you're on, and I'm simply no longer supposed to be a part of it. But, like, I have not even heard or seen any retribution for the Trump shit alone. Alone. Mm. And I would say, damn, you niggas will really forget anything. But again, most of these people ain't niggas. And most of the people behind and ha- exactly <laughs> and haven't right haven't forgotten but also I like don't care the people driving kanye's success and popularity right now are mostly not us so it's true pissing us us pissing us off doesn't really mean too much to him i mean but honestly if we're keeping it a bug that's like the the real dollar movement in hip-hop right now is barely us yeah, no, I know. You know, it's like the people who are like pushing the scale over. It's mm-hmm. not really us anymore. Right. Um, so I feel like that ex- also explains a lot. But <laughs> at the same time, I won't say I I won't say I haven't seen the genius. I'll say I haven't tried. Like I haven't mm. Yeah, somebody not, asked I, me about his gospel album and I said I literally n- never listened to it. I can't tell you if it's if his gospel album is good or not, because Kanye West and I are, first of all, not serving the same God. Mm, So I had no desire to sit down and devote myself to listening to like him talking about how great whoever his leader is. We're not being led by the same nigga. So I just don't care. No, thank you. Enough. I don't feel attached to any one particular creator or their work enough to just slide past a Mm -mm. lot of the stuff that I would have to slide past in order to just dive back into this and be like slavery was a choice and I also just don't Mm -mm. 
care. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. There's so much to listen to. There's so much to watch. Yeah. There's so much to eat. There's so much to wear. Um, yeah. I don't I didn't... really feel like I'm missing anything. And I... Yes. Like, that's it. It's... Like, I, I don't know. I think indifferent is the right term as well. Because I, I don't feel the need, the desire to go on any crusade or ask y'all, how could you still be supporting them? And like, I don't really care anymore. Like, everybody's going to do whatever right. they want to do. Um, But I, I do find just a taste of, I don't know, intrigue and uh, I wouldn't say entertainment. It's just, you know, consistently fascinating to me the things that we just gloss over when it's mm-hmm. this is hat nigga. Yeah, money in it and influence. Yeah. So exactly that. Cause I can't imagine any black woman <clears throat> saying, you know, well, we no should really, exists. you know, we should look twice at slaves because really, how you just gonna let slavery rock though? Like when you think about it, slavery was a choice. <laughs> when you think about it, they had the choice to be slaves and they chose to stay alive. I mean, it's not even like it's like the things you said and the things you did like it's just, it's not even like i'm just i can't like I you all has tried to run for president so that I this nigga would win it. again i do I, not I have just, it i don't really know what's up with the girls you know music is great and i don't <sighs> doubt that his music will continue to be great He's mm, good at it. I do. He's I good at that. making music. That's why we liked him in the first place. But it's also to me separate of like it's it, it's separate of the influence and the like I don't the just epicness of the Kanye West like movement and all of that. <laughs> She's just so influential and niggas will like live and and breathe and die by all of the things that he's but then again it's like if y'all will put some of these shoes on your feet for real for real yeah and walk around in them right then yeah i think he could probably convince you of anything and at this point i don't really have faith in anybody that's human so i'm kind of just (laughs) like have you know do what have your fun i guess until we're all on the ground what am i supposed to do (laughs) i mean i don't which is fair, honestly. I wouldn't say I don't have faith, but I definitely don't have expectations. I ain't got shit for y'all. I'm I don't. I'm and not... I will live until I die. Yes. That's so profound. <laughs> she really spoke a word in that. Do you even know what I'm talking about? Not at all. Oh my gosh, the girl. I thought you felt really empowered right then, and so you decided and to. I will live until say some. I die. Oh no, I don't Google know. Google, I will live until I die. I bet it comes up. Okay, let's see here. Do do do. Oh my God! Speaking it's of which, I have Lavar Burton. Never mind. I will live until I die. The song by Burton. Oh, Sinatra, never mind. That's not what you were looking for. <laughs> I will live until I die. Meme. Try it again. I, I bet it comes up that time. Meme. Is it anime? Oh my God! Is that I not what she said? In the video where she's in the bathroom, what was her Is name? It, they're gonna live until they die. No, oh, when I'm Mama sorry. was singing that gospel song in the bathroom and she <laughs> sounded terrible, and her <laughs> no, her I'm cousin sorry. was in the other room and they was like, "Shut up!" and she was like, "Yes, you don't know what I'm talking about." I have never seen this, and now I desperately want oh my to. God. Dwayne, somebody send it to me. No. 
No, somebody just sent it to me because I want to see oh this, but God. sorry, it's not showing up on Google. Anyway, what I was going to say about Kanye before we moved on is that like I tried and I feel like if I was still deeply attached to his music, this would be a lot harder for me. But I did not like Yeezus. I did not like the life of Pablo. And I did not even listen to anything that came out after those. I remember a video where he was walking around in some big ass costume or something talking about poopity scoop or something like that. And y'all ate that bullshit mm. up. But other than that, I have truly not been tapped in to anything that Kanye has done. So it's been a lot easier for me to detach myself from his bullshit ass antics because he has acted stupid as shit. Like his actions have been ridiculous and the music has fallen off at the same time for me. Like, at the same pace. So it's very easy for me to be done. Yeah, I just don't care. Yeah. Like I, you know, maybe there will one day be a documentary or an interview or something. Oh, perhaps. Give me <laughs> Northwest will put it together. <laughs> and maybe by that time, he will arrive at a place where we can discuss a lot of these things and get to. Um, we'll see, child. A place or whatever. I'm just not holding my breath because I don't care. Like I said, exactly. there's so many fucking things to listen to of all different sounds and genres. Or just like, I don't know, take a nap. Those are nice. Like, it's just like, whatever. Everyone have a good time. Exactly. Um, Speaking of having a good time, Steven Uziverse is back. How? Uh, Well, apparently, according to Grimes... Lil Uzi Vert is in the process of buying a planet, a real planet, a planet. Buying it from who? <laughs> is that a crazy question? <laughs> I feel like it's not. <laughs> I feel like it is not. Really what is? Have no idea. What is Grimes going through right now? <laughs> who like? It was okay. I had a okay. joke and I'm just not gonna. So Wasp 127B is the name of an exoplanet 1.4 times larger than Jupiter that is primarily gaseous and orbiting <laughs> a yellow dwarf star. Looks really pretty in this picture. It looks like something from you know the cover of a sci-fi film or whatever. Um and yeah. Uzi retweeted this and said, I tried to surprise everyone. Still working on it. Grimes says, documentation is almost complete for Lil Uzivert to legally claim a wasp. Wow. This is huge. He'd be the first human to legally own a planet. Um, are you sure, What the sister? fuck is wrong with y'all? Are you bitches okay? <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, God help me. <laughs> Y'all really be sure? complaining about, about taxes. <laughs> Meanwhile, are out here chucking random fucking stacks of cash into a truck for any random white person to buy a place oh. that you're never gonna be. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What is wrong with y'all? You know why he'll be the first person to legally own a planet? Because that doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> and nobody would do it. <laughs> Who the fuck do you buy a planet from? <laughs> Where is the intergalactic enterprise? 
Do you have to take some sort of a shuttle to an off-planet Walmart where you go and like, do you have a virtual tour? Who is your realtor? <laughs> Who is going to do landscaping on WASP-127B, Uzi? Oh, man. So Where's your space, United Nations? This doesn't... I don't... Mm-hmm. So, um... <laughs> is Lil JT Uzi... the co-signer for the plan? Who, Can't like... Be. No. How this much is money? The... No. This is impossible. This is the widest thing I think I've ever seen a nigga do or heard of. Mm-hmm. And not because of the money, because of the colonialism. I mean, there is also... Exactly. You you do not buy a planet and there are, you know, it, it is just not possible. Who owns the planet in order for you to be able to buy it? Nobody, because nobody can own the fucking planet. And if this was not common damn sense, I, I urge you to Google the United Nations and the Office for Outer Space Affairs, because some t- while ago, people realized they were going to need to make this a rule before somebody tried to do what Grimes and Lil Uzi Vert claim to be doing right now. <laughs> Why? And so, just so you know, there is no way. that Like, this is not possible. He is not buying a planet. Please. Why? I mean, he might think he's buying a planet. I, he may he believe might it. <laughs> exchange legal tender for what he thinks is a planet. Um, what does it mean to own something you will never visit or see or touch? What does that mean? And why would you care? What the fuck? This is like, I hope this is like those things where people are like, adopt a star. And, you know, you pay $100 and we'll name a star after you and your girlfriend. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. Some kind of bullshit. I think that is fucking stupid. You get like a cute, it is. But you get a cute certificate and it's like, oh, that one star you saw blinking in the sky that one time, that belongs to y'all or whatever. Of course, it's not a real thing. It, it doesn't. doesn't. No, it does not. Because it can't belong to you because you can't go get it. It's not yours to have. Like, it's not Even yours to possess. You could, it's not your- <laughs> Listen, why people to have. gotcha? I don't even understand why niggas still speak to Grimes or Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or any of them. Oh, other niggas. Clearly, they're from a different breed of like life on Earth or off Earth than y'all. I want for us to not get too comfortable because that should whatever the motherfuckers are over there doing is is very frightening. And I feel like that's probably what Jordan Peele's got coming up after this note. Have you seen the poster for this next movie that Jordan Peele is doing called? Um, I did see that. And I said, Nope, (laughs) because us was scary enough for me. I do not think so. Jordan Peele, you will not be tricking me once more. I'm sorry. No, I'm gonna have to be in a relationship before I watch that movie. I will not do it. His company. They're so good at like promotional like marketing they're just like building suspense okay dropping little hints of like what is this about i like, like that. what is because i remember when they did us the first poster for us was it the scissors or was it like um what is the um the ink blot test things called i don't remember uh, the what rorschach it was. test yeah but like it was it. It's always just a little bit of something that 
you just want to like search for clues and figure out what it is. And I'm so, because mm-hmm. all the posters is just like a big, ominous, scary looking cloud. Right. Over a town that seems to be. Okay, whatever. I'm I mean, and it was, I mean, but it was enough to scare the hell out of me. Like the poster alone. I'm just like, no, no, thank you. Like, you but it's have- called no. Like, if like, because that's what niggas say every time something gets crazy. Nope. Showing, right. pack it the fuck up. Nope, we getting the hell up out of here. Nope, bitch, rebuke that. Like, I mean, we all of them have leave. comedy in them to some extent. <laughs> it, but I wouldn't they say do. any of them are horror comedies. Because like a horror comedy is very specific. His films, I think, are just horror movies. Is that like scary movie the, movie? Is that a horror comedy? Or is that just a parody? I, yeah, that feels more like a parody. Like Shaun of the Dead is a horror comedy. Oh, I, didn't, um, I never saw that. What's a horror comedy? I think Vampire in Brooklyn is a horror comedy. Pretty sure I saw that and then immediately erased that from my recollections. I haven't seen that movie in a long ass time. Yeah, I just remember when I saw it, I was just scared. (laughs) I remember wanting it to be over. So (laughs) yeah, I remember the first time I saw that movie, I was just frightened. I don't know if that (laughs) it was supposed to be scary or not, but yeah, some of them are. Like, they just mix creepy shit, but it's usually funny. Right. Um, whereas Jordan's movies, I think, put scary first and find ways to make you laugh. Okay. Yes, that. I would agree with that. They are scary first and foremost. Lil Uzi Vert is just scary. And <laughs> he's apparently also put the diamond back on his face. He's got a tongue tattoo now. Why? All right, that nigga gone. That nigga is gone. Was he ever here? Was he ever on the premises? Not true. Allegedly, he got here three days ago. But I just cannot. the The planet buying thing was bad enough. It really was. It was Who the bad fuck enough. Is selling planets. Nobody. Like you just can this we fix this one? <laughs> this tells me that you, like neither you nor anyone else in your life, like no one is sober. No one around you is sober. Because there's just. We got babies in this country drinking water with lead and sewer sewage and shit in it or whatever. And y'all out here buying planets. How much does a planet cost? Who that we never heard of. And who did you cut the check to? Please tell me that. Was it Elon Musk or one of his subsidiaries? Because that would be hilarious. Why do we give money to these niggas? Is Grimes robbing Lil Uzivar? If she's not directly robbing them, she's getting paid commission. She has to something because she said that her baby daddy don't help her with her music career. So Nobody sisters, helps her with her music career. Clearly, the sister is over there chipping in and doing it by herself. Okay, hashtag single mom <laughs> works too works too hard and never stops. I don't. All right, you know it's dumb. None of it's my right. No, it's ridiculous. I'm just my mama buying a child. planet. Okay, I, I got um, I got an ocean thing. in Oklahoma for you too, Uzi. Right, private ocean in the middle mm-hmm. of Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Just come look at it. No, you'll definitely Matter want fact, it. I don't know if you guys heard. I'm actually selling the Everglades. <laughs> yeah, call me now for your free reading. Buying a planet, that's like buying wind. Bitch, what? How the fuck do you know that there aren't living creatures shaped like a rhombus on that planet? Like, who the fuck is this Uzi Vert nigga 
And how the fuck dare he? Now we're going to be invaded because of this nigga and his avarice. But uh, actually, like, nobody is even, like, you're going to claim that you have bought this and it will never mean anything to you. Not one day in your life. So what was the point? <sighs> okay. Well, that's it for this week's Hot Tops. Um, we're going to take a break and we'll come back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. <laughs> but if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. <laughs> is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. Right after we do it, Fury Sport Welcome back to another <laughs> installment. <laughs> not this, <laughs> not this cheerleader pose. Another installment of Kid Fury Sports Shorts. We're, of course, here to talk about um, the National Basketball Association finals, which are now uh, completed. Yes, they are. They're over. Mm-hmm. They're done. They are. And Crime Mob wins. <laughs> the, they, Milwaukee they nucked and bucked. They did. Uh, all the way to the finish line. They are now the NBA Finals champions and as well uh, the first, this is their first 
title since 1971. Yes, that's Back true. Back when the niggas wore G-strings to play on the court and shit. Oh, my God. Remember when <laughs> wear, like, um, Daisy Dukes. And so, oh they God. beat the Suns. It was possible in just six <laughs> games. <laughs> How did you feel about the game? I'm sure you watched the entire thing. Of course, the whole thing. I was on the edge of my seat. Um, the tension yeah. was palpable. Yeah. Um, so much was going on. Uh, the Bucks started with a great lead. Um, scoring lots of points and and shooting the ball into the basket, which is how you uh, result in a point for your the team that you play for. Mm-hmm. And they okay. did a lot of that starting with a great lead into the 20s for their first quarter. And then uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul, who play for the Phoenix Suns, were Mm -hmm. like, no, honey, honey. we're going to erase the deficit with lots of scorage. And they outscored the Bucks 31-13 by the end of the second quarter with a five-point lead. Oh, yay. And that's when the doll baby won Giannis. Won. That is when the doll baby Giannis. Mm-hmm. Yep, Giannis. Adentacumbo. Oh, he pulled mm-hmm. up and was like, what y'all aren't going to do? In the name of Nigeria and the name of Milwaukee, those things shouldn't go together. What y'all aren't going to do is mm-hmm. think that you're coming and clearing anybody. Yes. So sit the fuck down and handle all 50 of these points that I'm about to rack up in the entirety of this game. <laughs> Giannis is the only player with two 20 point quarters in the finals. <laughs> For the last 50 NBA Finals. Wow. Okay. What a Pulls star. it together, becoming the most valuable player for the Bucks for this game, oh, season, series, and things. Yeah. Oh, girl. They played so hard and so swift. Chris Middleton is a person, as well as Drew Holiday, whose name is spelled J-R-U-E for it whatever is, reason. It is, and I can't, because- I can't discuss it. <laughs> His mom and them knew he was going to be a star. I can't. So. Yeah. And they and were he correct. is. He is very special, clearly. Bobby Portis is a person. They scored points. Bobby Portis came off the bench with 16. 17 for Middleton. Jay Rue had 12 points with 11 assists and 9 rebounds. Okay. It just wasn't looking great for the Suns. It wasn't their time. They did mm-hmm. the best that they They weren't could. at home. You know, um, they also were not at home. They were in Milwaukee, which is in Wisconsin. Wow. Incredible. Is that right? <laughs> not to really. You're Googling it. You're looking it up. So you don't know either. No, I exactly. do know. It's the fact no, that you're you asking. It. You, looked it you looked it up. So. No. You know, it that is happened. the fact that you're asking. They tried so hard. Devin Booker lost all his damn three-point <laughs> attempts. Just wasting the girl's time. But mm. a beautiful day for Milwaukee. They had a, a celebratory moment for the children. And 
points and basketball. And we'll see everyone next season after the children get traded and um, mm-hmm. and preseason and um, All-Stars. <laughs> All-Stars is always the best one. I think they're doing All-Stars right now in Tokyo, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah of course they are. Because <laughs> that's where the Olympics are happening. <laughs> So yeah, good. I mean, there you congratulations, have it. congratulations to the Bucks. You know they earned it, and Giannis is definitely a very special player. So yes, and Giannis on Tetsukumpo. You did Kumbo. Yes, I did. Is that what I said, or is that what you said? That's what I fucking said. I oh, okay. Said. I'm so sorry. I didn't hear you. What was it? I said it enough and <laughs> correctly as well. All these tests, like, no. do you have any other questions, any information you are lacking for the game? I mean, no. Actually, as somebody who also watched the entire game, I felt like your coverage was very thorough. Of course it was. <clears throat> no. I mean, and that, that is what I have come to expect from Kid Fury Sports Shorts. So I really appreciate it. And I guess my only question is, are you going to be covering the NFL season when it starts next month? What type? of sports analyst, mm. um, connoisseur, and expert would I be if I didn't cover the national football legislation? <laughs> like um, The kind that you actually are, maybe, but I cannot wait to hear it. So, Oh, my goodness. We're going to talk about all of the... Mm-hmm. Um, Preseason and everything? Of course. Girl! Uh, the things! Oh, my God. Let's just about- get reports from training camp. If you're doing all that. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. Thank you, friend. Yards. <laughs> field goal. <laughs> fumble. Fumble. And, I, um, no, we're, we're done. We're converging. done. Converging. <laughs> Yards. Yeah. Yeah, Touch, no, touchdown. Really can't wait for the yard report. And, and um, a, a first down. Yeah. Those are things. Yeah. We're super Second. Proud. Yeah. yeah. Conversions on third. <laughs> yeah. Conversion to what animal. actually? What is it what does conversion on third mean? What conversion on third means is that on the third, you're coming together as a unit, a conglomerate, and an effort in the journey to success. Incredible. Okay. It's a state of mind. It <clears throat> so not a not a quantifiable thing that can be very clearly defined. It's you know it's a state of mind. It's a being. It's a vibe. Who says that you can't quantify a state of mind? I mean, I'm well. I that is Oof. a very deep question well, that I do not want to get into. Yikes! <laughs> that is a very complex question. Oh, girl, <laughs> done my part. I mean, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Thank you so much it's for the update. Sports and shorts. It is. I mean, I feel like we're right. just you've, you've done it for a while, and I just want to say thank you so much. And I really cannot wait for the football season because I won't be watching the games every week. So your who's your money? Gonna on? mean? Well, I have no to idea. I'm actually expecting you to tell me. I figure since the Patriots won, was the Patriots? Oh no, it was the Bucks. Since the Bucks won last season, they are probably still in good shape. You knew that, of course. Yeah. Yeah, because the Bucks quarterback is athletic, <laughs> statuesque. 
Okay. Thank Able. you so much, friend. Cannot wait for your updates for NFL season. Truly looking forward to it. Me too. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. We're going to take a break. Okay, folks. It's time to read your listener letters. Oh, yes, it is. If you have a question for us, please send it to gmail.com. Um, if you would like it read aloud on the show, please keep it as brief as possible. Sometimes y'all are sending like essays and I can't do it. But wow. if there is a condensed version that I can work with, then, you know, please do. Ask three to gmail.com. <clears throat> okay. Um, no, go for it. So we do have a couple updates this week. One is from Puma. If you remember a few weeks ago, Puma emailed Derek us. my new daughter. Yeah, sure. And she said that um, she was having some issues with her friend. She felt like her friend was subtweeting her and talking about yeah. her, even though they had. Right. So <clears throat> I remember this. So first of all, she sent a lot of backstory and detail that basically lets us know um, that she was absolutely certain that this girl was talking about her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, I believed you. Yeah, and and talking about her, the friend Lucy, talking about her depression in detail. So she said, after we had lunch, I assume we were cool again. And I even did the temperature check that Kid Fury mentioned and everything seemed fine. My birthday was last Friday and I sent Lucy an invite that she never responded to and she did not come to the festivities. I had an amazing birthday anyway, and I'm used to turning up without Lucy, so it was fine. And I don't plan on making any more efforts with her at this point. She did wish me a happy birthday, but I guess only time will tell on how our friendship will play out. Thanks, Kefir and Crystal. Love, Puma. So, you know, all you can say is that you tried. I mean, literally. And that is good enough. So. Sounds like you're um, in the best place you can be. Right. Thanks for letting us know. We also had an update from Juju. If you remember, Juju was um, talking to a youngster who then broke up with her kind of out of nowhere and it broke her heart. And the studs friends were like, oh, my God, leave that straight girl alone. Cause yeah. So she emailed us back and said, I listened to y'all's response a million times and did some reflecting and talking with my therapist. And you are completely right that she doesn't owe me anything. What she did was wrong and there's nothing I can do about it, but to get over it. And that is what I am actively trying to do. <laughs> I am also reevaluating my sexuality. Crystal, you were absolutely right. The thoughts I was thinking and the feelings I was feeling were not very heterosexual of me. And as a result, <laughs> I have decided to identify as sexually fluid or queer. That is something that I have gone back and forth with. So it is time to accept what I know to be a part of who I truly am. My friends have all been very supportive. Thank you so much for your honesty and your openness. Please wish me luck in these dating streets. I'm going to need it forever. Your biggest fan, Voodoo Mama Juju. So (laughs) (laughs) glad you found some peace, sister. Like I said, I would have told any dyke not to get invested with somebody who couldn't even say she was gay. So but Man. glad that you've learned from this experience and hopefully your next one will go much smoother because you won't have these issues standing in the way. Yeah. Okay. Um, best of luck, sister. Let's get started with our first question this week. This comes from, <clears throat> um, let's see, let's go with Mia. Mia says, I need y'all's advice on how to get over what feels like constant rejection. Recently, I started dating huh. somebody new. I need y'all's. And although I didn't see us being together forever or anything like that, I was really hurt when she broke things off. 
The rational part of me understands the breakup and I'm not even mad at her because she approached me in a very sweet way and I appreciate that. I'm just finding it hard not to internalize this or to start blaming myself. This is the second time in a row where somebody knows right off the bat that they don't want to be with me and I'm finding it hard not to want to just spiral into depression. I've never been in a relationship before in my life and I'm really feeling like there's something inherently wrong with me. How can I get over this? I'm in a funk and feeling kind of lost. Thanks, Mia. Yeah, so Mia's kind of feeling like rejection and romantic relationships is her fault somehow and that she's not good enough today. I just, this sounds um, very human, very relatable. Um, <clears throat> and I think that maybe I would start with trying to acknowledge that this is a human thing. Mm. Um, I mean, it's not yeah. something that every single body can relate to, but I think many of us, who've either been broken up with or just had a relationship end in whatever way have questioned um, if they could have done things differently, should have done things differently. If it ended because I am this way or I'm not this way or whatever, whatever. I think it's just like a thing that a lot of people can relate to. Mm -hmm. And so understanding that you're not just, sitting through a whole bunch of freakish loser thoughts and feelings and whatever that might help. Um, but also that ain't <clears throat> shit wrong with you. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's okay to, to like do whatever form of, of self-reflection and evaluation and shit. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, everybody ain't for everybody. True. Um, Dating right now is kind of (laughs) garbage. Especially if you're dating someone new. Um, And I think that it will actually, you'll do yourself a disservice by internalizing these things. Not only by just like, clouding yourself and your own like way of thinking and how you feel about yourself but also like possibly turning away people that would really love lots of things about you yeah everything about you um you not for everybody and honestly i feel like a lot of people out here especially younger folks i don't know how old this person is but um a lot of people don't really know what the fuck they want (laughs) that's true a lot of people don't all these things are kind of like slightly adjusting and rotating for a lot of people all yeah. the time. So I think that rather than, um, how do I word this? I'm really struggling with like wording this rather than like measuring your value alongside the opinion of, others or people mm-hmm. you've dated measure just ba- uh, alongside you you know yeah. and how you feel about you and what you do like about yourself what are some things that you're not crazy about yourself about yourself that's not how that should be worded but like <laughs> you know what, what are some of the things about yourself right. that you're not crazy about because everyone has things about themselves that they're you know 
they don't like. My sleep schedule is trash. I don't know that it ever is not going to be. Like, I'm terrible at time management. Um, I eat garbage. Like, I don't know. But, like... (laughs) You're like a, you sound like a raccoon. <laughs> I do. I'm a, okay. <laughs> I literally am. I'm I a sleep whatever. I eat whatever. It's fine. Wow. <laughs> I'm a raccoon. You know, or a possum. I crawl around at night while everyone is sleeping. <laughs> eat trash. <laughs> wow. And you're always gone by the time the sun comes up. Talk about self discovery. <laughs> please please yeah i think that you kind of just need some time to like fall in love with you and (sighs) the things that about you that are dope and the things about you that aren't dope because look i'm literally laughing about how i sleep like like uh, like trash and eat trash and Mm -hmm. these things that i would like to fix and work on about myself and shit but i know that i'm not fucking perfect and i don't know that anybody worth my time is expecting me to be so yeah, true. I think you got to zhuzh yourself up and and get back to realizing that you're dope. And, you know, hopefully you'll attract the right people to that. But if some more people come around and they don't see all of those dope things in yourself that you see, okay, great, bye. <clears throat> Somebody will. Right. I think all of that is really good advice. And I also think it's really important to, like, try to understand that your feelings are what they are and they're valid. But also our feelings and the objective truth very rarely align like fully all the time so Mm. you can be feeling super rejected lately (laughs) (laughs) no you didn't don't bring school into this Mm. (laughs) but what that means is that you can be feeling like you know oh my god lately everybody just knows off the bat that i'm not the one and this is just proof that nobody's ever going to want to be with me and i'm destined to be by myself because i'm trash and i'm garbage and nobody will ever love me it's like those are your feelings, but like what is actually mm. true in the universe is not that at all. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. What it is wow, is that for whatever reason, this person decided that this situation or relationship was not for them. And that is not a judgment call on you or an assessment of your worth or your value because it was that person's decision and they have a whole life and influences and upbringing that you don't know nothing about. This is somebody you were talking to like for like a few weeks. Like you don't even really know this person. So it could be anything at all. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you or that you are. (laughs) And it certainly does not mean the, the things that we tend to take it from because we, we started the objective truth, which is, this person broke up with me. And then we spiral way yeah. down to a place yeah. that that is where it's just nothing but a reach at this point. You'd be like, since you broke up with me, that means that I'm a shit human and God regrets yeah. putting me on the earth. And it's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> we started with a truth and then we ended with your own perception. And so I just, it may help you to shift your perception if you remember that like it is not necessarily what is accurate. It is just what you are experiencing right now. And that's right. rough and you can have grace with yourself, um, but you don't have to internalize that as being the truth about you. It's a that's lid for every pot, baby. It might be harder to find you, but it's a man. lid for every pot. <laughs> Come on, there's a lid for each. <laughs> there is. They don't make a pot without a lid. I've child. never heard that saying before. It's a lid for every pot 
It, it I, is. And, and, and self-validation, internal validation means so much more than looking for that from other people. Like it's corny and it's cliche, but you really do have to feel like you are worth investing your own time and attention and care and devotion. That's why I, I say, I think it's important to realize that there, there's just something very human about that yeah, feeling. It is because most of, people know what that feels like. Yeah, a, like a lot of us know what it's Rejection like. Rejection is yourself. terrible. Yeah, but just it don't hurts. stay there when you're starting to feel it. I try to acknowledge, like, okay, here goes like the, you know, I don't think that's not your inner saboteur, is it? Maybe, but like, here goes like the little you know, person in mm-hmm. myself that starts kicking shit around <laughs> when yeah. my feelings are hurt. And I try to just acknowledge that that person is there, but not always going to be at the forefront of my consciousness. Right. And exactly. I just like find something if I can at the time to just make my, to find some form of comfort in that time mm-hmm. and try to come out of it on the other side, prepared to think differently. Right. And I don't always come out of the, on the other side <laughs> thinking differently, but at least I'm making the effort to like understand that this is temporary and right. it is not, um, it isn't like a showcase or an example of my worth value or anything like that. So I'm going to have some tacos or, a, mm-hmm. you know, not an ice cream. I can't do that anymore. <laughs> like something. Well, there's some like almond. Those actually really aren't good. I don't. But anyway, something nice. <laughs> I don't know what I. It was can't like imagine. almond milk ice cream. Oh, or like, okay. like yeah, there is. There's cashew milk and oat milk yeah. ice cream. All that. Yeah, some of those are fine, but I find that they still upset my stomach. I mean, Either none way. of them are shit at all compared to actual ice cream. But they, and never will be. If and you honestly, must, then you must. <laughs> it's like ever since I had to give a bluebell, I just never. You haven't been the same. <laughs> I just have written ice cream off altogether honestly yeah mm-hmm. it was like if i couldn't have a fresh Krispy Kreme donut i just didn't want them that's real if so. you cannot have heavy cream and milk and all that if you can't have those things together do you even really want diet ice cream really no you don't <laughs> what is that really gonna do but piss you off <laughs> right and make it's you like- wish that you had the real thing it's like, oh, I can't have pizza, but I can have like pizza with gluten free crust and dairy free cheese and like non whatever, whatever sauce. It's like, why don't I just have a pizza Lunchables then? Why don't I, I was going to say, that sounds like a, a cracker. <laughs> spread ketchup on a graham cracker. <laughs> Not graham cracker. <laughs> like, what the fuck is the point? I don't want to. <laughs> There's a Golden Girls <sighs> reference for that. I'm not going to do it. Um, Yeah, I think it, you know, Find comfort in something, watch a, a funny movie, have an ice cream, something to just like take your mind off of it and be human, you know, and then mm-hmm. just try to think differently afterwards. Think of it as an assignment, because like Crystal said, it's like what you're thinking and feeling is not what's going on in the real, yeah. like in reality in the universe. Right. But don't try not to feel it. Don't try to cover it up with something yes. else. Just acknowledge to yourself, like, wow, I feel really shitty right now. And I know that at some point this will pass. But right now, this is absolute fucking trash. And for me, like saying that out loud allows me to at least like compartmentalize and be like, okay, this is just how I'm feeling. And like, it's garbage and it's affecting my self-worth and my thoughts about myself. But 
eventually I'll get through it. So like, what can I do right now to like get through it and just feel it at the same time? Like not trying to escape it, not trying to avoid it, but just being like, this is the mood right now. That's because breakups are trash. Separations are trash. Feeling rejected is garbage. Like I, there's a lot of reasons for me to be feeling down right now. And this is what they are. Yeah. And honestly, that process alone helps me a lot with being able to move forward or if not move forward fully, at least move forward out of that moment. And, you know, then we wait till the next one, which is probably not too far off. But still, the point is that the tools are there <laughs> and and they work, but they take practice. So, um, yes, yeah, they, they, take they work, practice. but they take practice. It's not a one time thing. Yeah. yeah. You have to be ready to commit. It is real work. So yeah, yeah. Um, but good luck to you getting through it because those are some tough feelings. Um, but just know you're not alone. That is a near universal experience, and so you have a lot of people empathizing with you right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, our last letter comes from Fiona, who says, "I just graduated with a degree in biomedical engineering, and I got a job in North Carolina researching cotton." This job is close to my boyfriend and the pay is pretty good, but it does require me to actually pick cotton out of specific fields on a college grounds. Yo! Alongside a team of seven to eight white or white passing coworkers. As a first generation Nigerian American, I don't really see anything wrong with it. And I kind of find it slightly ironic, but my black American boyfriend disagrees completely. He doesn't want me to take this job because he thinks I will be ridiculed by white and black people if I am seen working in a cotton field. I know that he is justified in his feelings and I kind of share his worries to an extent, but I also don't want to talk to my coworkers about how my race makes this situation uncomfortable. Do y'all think I should just take the job anyway and see how it goes or start to look elsewhere? Thanks, Fiona. Okay, so the reason I had that aggressive outburst while you were reading this is because <laughs> literally today, bef- while I was getting ready for the podcast, like reading articles and shit, I don't remember what it is that I came across, but some somebody was talking about cotton or the cotton industry. What? And I thought to myself, like, I thought to myself, like, who picks cotton? <laughs> like, dude, like, because I re- I don't know that I've thought about this ever, or if I have, it hasn't been a while. I was like, are niggas still out there picking cotton, or is it like a... I thought, surely there must be, like, tractors, machines, something mm-hmm. that takes care of cotton cultivation, harvesting. I don't even know what the fuck you would call that. Yeah. Um, but I was like, obviously, there have to be people, if there are people in fields of all races doing it but i was just like literally just hours ago randomly thought like i wonder if there are niggas that still are are, like out like working getting paid to pick cotton these days Mm -hmm. and how they feel about it that is so funny there are honestly probably most of them are not in america i feel like most people who pick cotton probably do it in some other giant country like India or different, (laughs) right? Where they're probably where it's probably not such a story. Sensitivity, yeah, right. If I had to guess, I would say probably most cotton picking. (laughs) Yeah, you can't even say it. Like, because how many times have I said cotton picking (laughs) in a different, yeah, like in a different context? But yes, yeah, 
I would imagine most of that in America is done now by machines. But it's interesting because you're first generation Nigerian American. So you don't have automatically this reaction to working a job, picking cotton. Like, of course, you get it, but you don't have that instant like gut reaction that your boyfriend is having where it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like cotton, like literally picking cotton, like. I understand his hesitation at the same time. I think, I don't think y'all should be concerned at all about what white or black people will think seeing you work in a cotton field. I honestly think when it comes to taking this job, how you feel about it is most important. Do you feel comfortable doing it? Do you feel like this is wrong? Do you feel like this is a betrayal of some sort? Do you feel like you would need to talk to your coworkers first and, or like maybe you should try to get out of it somehow. Like I wouldn't, I get that your boyfriend is important to you, but like what other people think about what I'm doing runs a a distant second, third, fifth, 10th to how I feel about what I'm doing first and foremost. I agree. So I would tell you to sit with that. I mean, and also look at the job climate, Look at how much you need money, how bad you need this job. Like there's a lot of factors here, but definitely consider how you feel about the work. I agree with that. And I will also say that I feel that I would never do this. Mm. Um, See? Personally, me. See, there you go. I would, I couldn't do it. Um, I'm a first generation Jamaican American, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, you are. And if I accepted this job, my parents would come to the field and oh my forcibly God. remove me from it. <laughs> like, I would be bound and gagged and thrown into a trunk <gasps> and never allowed to go. Like, so, you know. Amen. Um, there's that. Like, I, I suppose I agree. It, it's your job and. Yeah, people are probably going to have snarky things to say about it or whatever on Facebook, especially, you know. Especially. Especially, I think, um, like other Black American friends and family that you might have. Um, White people are going to say slick shit because white people always say slick shit. Like, you could work at fucking FedEx or Cold Stone and somebody go say something racist. (laughs) Like... You know, I do feel like that's another. I feel like there's gonna be a white coworker or something that's gonna try to make some ironic mm-hmm. joke. You know, what I mean? just something to like yeah. try and quote unquote cut the tension or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and no, so don't do that. Personally, me, I couldn't do it. Even if I was the only nigga in the field, I just <laughs> wouldn't feel comfortable doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, if I do think, though, that, like, if that's something that's not bothersome to you, if it's not a concern of yours, uh, I agree that the, you know, the way the jobs are looking right now or lack thereof, you got to yeah. do what you got to do sometimes. So yeah. That's true because there's, that. Me. it's not like there's anything shameful about picking cotton. It's Somebody's what, do it. it is what white people have turned picking cotton into. It's what that means historically that like people have so much shame around but i don't fault enslaved people for being enslaved (laughs) so even though i as a black american woman also feel like i would not be able to do this i would also not be trying to turn this job down so i would probably take the mindset of like if this job is really for me 
then I can say, look, as the only black girl on this team, I will be the sole bitch not picking cotton. And y'all should be able to understand that. <laughs> like y'all should really be able to, this is not like a team of black students at a, at a HBCU in a cotton field on a HBCU, like doing research in context of black shit. Like you're going to be the only Negro on a team of white or white passing people. No, I would I would say, you know, would love to take this job. Can't wait to sit at a computer all day and input data and and run results and all this. Like whatever it is you're going to be doing, like can't wait to do all that. However, when it comes to the actual physical labor of picking cotton, I simply don't think I would be able to do it. That's my feelings about it. Again, if you feel completely detached and the benefits outweigh the cost, then go for it. But I would be trying to finesse my way into doing this job because research work is fun to me. Um, and I would be deeply interested in what y'all are going to do with this data. I don't even know what you're collecting. I don't even know what you're studying, but I'm already interested. So I would probably try to keep the job, um, but exempting myself from this one very key task. And and honestly, feeling like y'all should be able to fucking understand a university in North Carolina with you about that. like a university in North Carolina should under fucking stand why the only black woman on a team of all white people does not want to pick fucking cotton. I don't think I would want to work with people who did not understand that. Like I get that a check is a check, but sometimes the check is not worth the stress. So, amen. Um, but yeah, that's how I would handle it. Um, but yeah, best of luck to you. And hopefully your boyfriend is able to cope, um, with whatever decision you make. Um, and that is going to wrap up the questions for this week. Again, if you have one for us, please abbreviate it and send it to ask the read at gmail.com. And now pew, 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 it is time for the read it is indeed time for the read and um i'm just gonna ho- go ahead and get this out of the way yeah let's do it i think it was last week that we talked about uh 50 cent taking the baby underneath mm-hmm. his wing we did and how that was a clear sign that he and his fuck shit were only going to mm-hmm, to worsen. To worsen. Yep. Here we are. <laughs> A mere seven seven days later. Days later. The baby was performing at Rolling Loud. What didn't go wrong? Everything. Um, Everything went wrong. So I guess I'll start with the fact that he brought out Tory Lanes. Yep. To perform with him after doing his feature or his verse from a Megan Thee Stallion song, Cry Baby. Cash it. Oh, I thought it was. Oh, he performed that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think he did two of his uh, Megan songs. Like one I before mean, Tori and one after or something. Those are probably amongst his biggest, so. Oh, uh, hello. And so that to me is just like. It's very clear at this point that, like, not only do y'all niggas not care about Black women, uh, their safety, health, protection, any of those things. None of that. But that you also find some sort of um, 
I don't know, some sort of like perverse joy or thrill out of mocking their pain mm. and humiliation in the um in the name of niggadom and the illuminigga. <sighs> How hard it would be to just stay away from that motherfucker and mind your own business to me is mind blowing. It's very clearly like a defiant, I don't give a fuck about none of these bitches and like, I'm going to do what I want, support who I want. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to hear anything from anybody. Tory Lanez is not like one of the Obama. He's not somebody like valuable. <laughs> Come on, Obama. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, I do. We're talk, talk about. We're not talking about B. Arthur, bitch. We're not talking about like right. this is a some human we can't live treasure. without. Exactly. <laughs> like, who fucking cares? He shot someone. He shot this woman. And I don't want to hear none of y'all talk about none of this. Oh, well, the, where's the this, this, that, and the third, whatever. Do you not, did we not all watch the way that this motherfucker hobbled around the facts when it first happened? Right. Switched his story up around like six times? Did. Where Megan's has stayed the same? I don't understand. So, to me, like, the blatant playing in Megan's face and trying to act like you don't know what the fuck time it is mm-hmm. or what's going on, to me, it just makes you... it. it completely highlights it puts on bright neon display how much yep. of a bitch you are and they had that whole incident a few months ago where he was like retweeting or liking something that was talking yeah. shit about her right like so so this is clearly an extension of that clearly right like clearly you're mad because people rightfully criticized you right for that for bullshit and so you decided to bring this fucking pint-sized, buzz lightyear sized ass nigga to come out here and perform this fucking song that don't nobody give a fuck about right after Megan said. Right. Why? For what reason? But to further, like, stamp on Black women. I don't, I don't, I, I what did Meg, Megan do to you? Not a fucking thing. Then at some point in his show... In between songs, I suppose. Oh, God. Oh, my He God. says to the crowd something to the effect of, like, he says, matter of fact, I will read the quote. Oh, it's right. so bad. It's so bad. Yeah, of course, this is the moment that it just chose to die. He basically says, if you in the crowd don't have HIV or AIDS or any sexually transmitted diseases that's going to kill you in two to three weeks. Put yourself on lighter. Yep. That's what he said. Then he says, ladies, if your pussy smell like water, put your phone light in the air. Then he says, fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your lighter in there or whatever. And his DJ says, yeah, let's mm-hmm. let's talk about it. A lot of y'all niggas real suspect. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yep. Unprovoked. Mm-hmm. Nigga, were you high on the Delta variant? What exactly was going up? Like, because I don't understand where any of this shit is fucking coming from. Mm. It, it, like, what? It, so, 
of course, obviously, a lot of people had shit to say about this. He came forward on Instagram Live to address the deserved backlash that he was getting for these random-ass Rolling Loud comments. And of course, only made it worse. Everybody else was the problem for uh, subscribing to weak-ass internet shit. He (sighs) said that it wasn't for us. We weren't even supposed to see it because we didn't take the time or the dollar to be there, as if we are not in the middle still of a raging, Mm -hmm. I mean, raging uh, Punta Cana. But here we are. Yep. Um, Something that's... This event will not help, by the way. (laughs) But okay. He also said that... um, (laughs) He said that his comments about not having AIDS, not sucking dick in the in the parking lot and holding up your light your cell phone lights oh was God. a call to action. Bitch. Bitch, how? A call to action. Quote, cause I'm a live performer. I'm the best live performer. I'm the live show killer. Um he also said that his gay fans are not nasty. They don't have AIDS. Oh my they God. take care of themselves. He said, they ain't no junkies. My gay fans got class. They ain't sucking no dick in no parking lot. You got to get a room, a good one, a five-star hotel. You got to wait till you get to the crib. If they're a fan... This is how I know that you have never spoken to a gay person, fan or otherwise, because what the fuck gay person need a five-star hotel to suck a dick? Right. Not one I've met. I mean, so, according to him, all his gay fans are super classic. Like, there's so much wrong with this logic, but... Nothing that you're saying... How the fuck you know your gay fans don't have AIDS? Is there some sort of baby census going around in the mail? And how do you know where these niggas suck dick? Are you also there when they're sucking dick? And if so, I have a lot more questions. How the fuck... Where did this come from? An Who ignorance. Was sucking dick in the parking lot? It's an absolute For you ignorance. to just, like... Like, what... And how was that any of your concern if somebody was sucking dick in the parking lot? Why in the hell of do you Of all of care? the things that go on at Rolling Loud. Come on, come on. I feel like public dick sucking is not really right. on the list of important issues to, to discuss, uh, attack, whatever. Um, it just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Like, I, I, I don't understand... Like, we be giving money and fame to the wrong ass niggas. True. What the fuck are you talking about? You went up on this goddamn stage talking about this is a call to action. Of all of the things that you could say in the language that you barely speak, (laughs) you chose to say, if you don't have an STD that's going to kill you in three weeks, if your pussy smells the way that I want it to, and... If you're not sucking dick in the parking lot as a man, because that would be the worst thing that a man could ever do. Like, bitch, you could have said anything. Like, here's my next song. It's called Baby with Baby, part two. Like, (laughs) anything. You could have said, where are my ladies at? Or whatever the fuck shit it is that every rapper has been saying since rap. You could have said anything. 
You chose to attack people that ain't motherfucker did nothing to you. Yep. Talk Absolutely. about my gay fans don't have any, they don't have AIDS. He said some shit. It was gay nigga in the, in the audience. I seen him. He had on a crop top. And he was like, I was like, stop making up queens. Stop making girls up. That's not, it's, you don't care. That is, that is untrue. First right. of all, I feel like you suspect. Like, especially because of all of this. But I'm not even going to dig too deep in that because it's hardly the point. Mm. I just don't understand why you unprovoked randomly would just start yep. calling out people. And like, like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything that you're doing? Furthermore, like, why are you in 2021 perpetuating the idea that HIV, AIDS, or whatever other sexual transmitted disease right. is going to kill you in three weeks? Or that it's a nasty living with person's H- disease. Right. What the fuck kind of goddamn 1960s How are you this stupid? Like, this would have flown in 1981. In 2021, it don't make no sense for you to be this ignorant about HIV or AIDS. says that? At all. Like, you just sound... I'm sorry, did you never see that episode of Golden Girls where Rose had to get tested for HIV and she said Blanche ought to be the one going through it because Blanche was a fucking slut and Blanche had to read her dumb cheese-eating ass and be like, bitch, it is not a fucking nasty person's disease and you don't deserve AIDS because you like to fuck or whatever else. Like, that was in the 80s, early 90s. So how are you still this fucking stupid? Because you choose to be. Because you choose to be and because nobody expects for you not to be. Mm. Nobody gives a fuck about you being sensible, acting like you got to any goddamn sense. Because at the end of the day, they are still influenced by you. You still have things that many of them don't have that they think that they should have or that they think that they want to have, that they think that they deserve or whatever. So they will allow you to continue to say and do dumb shit like this. Mm Mm-hmm. Without any consequences. You will continue to tour. You will continue to put out your fucking chaotic ass music videos and shit like that without any problem because niggas will still jump out the window to defend you. Niggas like T.I. with his fucking brand new haircut looking like the mama from Gullah Gullah Island talking about some... Um, He put in a comment, if Lil Nas X can kick his shit in peace. I'm so glad you so brought it up. So should the baby. Because I was going to bring it up. So I'm so glad you did. Because I was going to say, let us not forget Clifford, the big dumbass light-skinned dog, and the stupid-ass shit that he said about Lil Nas X in response to this. First of all, Lil Nas X is just gay. That's all. He's just gay. And so I guess the niggas like T.I. being gay and being homophobic are on opposite sides of the coin. But no, you can be gay or you could just be not gay. You don't have to hate gay people. It seems to be like a default position. One that like T.I. respects. As if this made some kind of fucking sense. I read this and I was just like, wow. Then Rico charge is not coming really fast enough stupid. for me. Yeah. Where are the feds? Like they need to hurry up. Actually... Yeah stupid like yeah. you're not like you what did nini say you're stupid you're not smart you're not like, smart they need to come get you and babe the prize winning big and round y'all hoes up and take y'all off that's the thing like don't you have a, like a litany of to other issues clink. to face don't that you you're facing right now that about? you should be dealing with like of all of the girls to be kind of quiet right now i think you, you're pretty high on the list right. what the fuck are you talking about these things the, the fact that you even feel like these things go together right because you don't just like 
I'm sorry. It's mind blowing to me. It is. It it's is. mind blowing. It One is is, is self expression. One is a person who is saying, "Yes, this is who I am." Yes, and this is my artistic expression. And this is for adults. What? Right. And said, "This is not for your fucking kids. This video is not for your children." This I don't is know my why adult we're expression talking about your fucking kids in the first place because that's not what how this started. We weren't talking about children or right. anything like that. Furthermore, I also found it kind of funny that you would say that seeing as how at this point, most of your kids are old enough to understand how that stuff works. And even Eris, who's the youngest, seems way smarter than both of her parents. Um, also, I find it funny that you would say that your kids' brains are not developed enough to sort out Lil Nas X being gay in a video, but they are sorted out enough to mm. understand their yeah. daddy being down at the gynecologist with them, asking about the status of their fucking hymen. That their brain can sort out and make sense of. Uh. But not a gay nigga being gay in a music video, right? Why are you speaking? <sighs> Why are you speaking? Mm, well, Why did you choose this fucking di- hill to die on? Furthermore, when has Lil Nas X been kicking any of this shit in peace, mm-hmm. nigga? Right. Lil Nas X could literally say, um, let me get a number three with no pickle. And y'all bitches would be like, would you like a side of dick with that fag? Mm-hmm. With your gay <laughs> faggot ass? Like... <laughs> Every single time that nigga breathes, y'all have something fucking terrible yes. and homophobic to say. He hasn't done any of this in peace. Right. He's actually had to, had to be quite brave, I'd say, to be doing all of this shit with his full-ass chest. He's like, I would say young gays who are like, who feel seen by him, who love his work or whatever the fuck, or are fans, or even just anybody. Definitely, um... Right. Definitely the advantage is that he's a major troll. And I think that he tro- like, he's human, obviously. Right. So this has to suck to some extent. But he's with the shits when it comes to responding to y'all. Right. You know what I mean? But why are you bringing this kid up? It's almost like it, as if you were to say, if Kendrick Lamar can can make the pimp to pimp a butterfly, then Tucker Carlson can say all all black lives don't matter. <laughs> and critical race theory is trash. And even that, actually, that wouldn't even be. I feel like that would be you'd have a, more of an argument. I feel like from there because that's almost <laughs> that's two sides of the same. <laughs> this just doesn't make any sense. Oh no! It's it's honestly it's niggas feeling like gay people being able to be gay out loud and niggas being able to express homophobia are the same thing. Like they really feel like if we gonna do this and and y'all are able to do this, then we should be able to be as ignorant as we if want you- to. If you're allowed to be openly gay in front of mine own children's mm-hmm. eyes, I should be allowed to tell you that I hate you. Right. Like like the rational side of seeing explicit homosexuality is, well, fellas, uh, put your camfer- camera in the air if you didn't suck dick in the parking lot. Like that. <laughs> you see how that don't make no goddamn sense? Do you see how it Where did this no come sense? from? <laughs> Where did this come from? When I heard this, I was like, oh, Nigga-logic. the doll was in the parking lot. Nigga she was in the parking lot. <laughs> because, like, how, how like, did where you even know that somebody from? was sucking dick in the parking lot? Why would you, the baby, even be privy to what's going on in the regular ass general admission parking lot? Unless you were there. All, let's just and go why did you care? Clear this. Why did loud, you care? Rolling loud dick is probably like, like, rolling loud dick might be fun. 
Like, Rose so? Trade is probably decent. I mean, like, I don't know that they were actually sucking dick in the parking lot, but I'm sure there was probably some, sure you know, was. trade there worth, you know, sucking up for the weekend and having a good time. Right. I just don't understand what that has to do with the baby. I Nothing. don't understand what that has to do with anybody at Rolling Allegedly. Loud in that concert. Nothing. I don't know what that has to do with his crusty mouth ass DJ. Nothing. I don't know what that has to do with any of your motherfucking songs that you're performing no. or any of the fuck shit that you're talking about. Furthermore, for you to come back on a goddamn internet on Mark Zuckerberg's motherfucking Instagram <laughs> and and double down on it with more ignorance saying right. shit that you can't possibly believe. There's no way that you can possibly believe that all your gay fans or none of your friends have HIV or AIDS, uh, Jonathan. There's no way. And there's, there's no way you can believe that. With that. There's nothing... It, it's not like a character flaw to be HIV positive. I mean, and we know that. how are you this ignorant? But like, how are you saying this? We know that. But it's like, even if, let's say that in your, let's live in your minds where it's cooties or whatever, right? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Your defense still doesn't make sense. There's no rational, there's no logic to it. You're just talking yeah. out of your anus. Yeah. And you could be quiet, bitch. <laughs> you could just be quiet. But like that, coupled with Clifford, Jumping his dumb ass out mm-hmm. the window to defend this foolishness that already didn't make any sense. What is the, what's the, what are right. we fighting here? Right. What's the, def- what, what, what is this for? What is this for? What is this? Why are you defending this? Mm-hmm. Other than seeing a fellow ignorant straight nigga out here drowning, knowing what that's like also as an ignorant-ass straight nigga that refuses to do better and fighting for them. Yep. Y'all are stupid. You're actually, you're actually <laughs> stupid people. Like, you are not smart and you think that you are because you read the, the, you read the thesaurus when you were locked up or whatever, or you get daily notifications from dictionary.com or whatever the fuck, and you have a couple of chains and cars and things that a whole bunch of other niggas, all of the niggas from back in your neighborhood or whatever wish that they have, and they look to you as if you're some sort of golden goose who knows all and sees all and all that stuff, so you can spew literal fucking garbage and feel powerful in it because people will support you any fucking way. I truly wish that I understood the privilege of being a nigga and and loud and stupid and still celebrated. Yep. Absolutely. Y'all really want to be white. What? It's mind-blowing. Well. It's mind-blowing. Niggas just minding their business coming to see a fucking rap concert mm-hmm. and get accosted. <laughs> like. Right. And you coming on here and defending it, and motherfuckers still will. It's just, it's crazy. Like, some straight nigga with influence has to start giving y'all adult whoopings. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know if it's, like, <laughs> Don Magic Wand. I don't, it's like... Who, right, who, who, could, who could effectively do this? Right, because it, it can't be, like, anybody that actually... Maybe rates. Mike Tyson. You know, it can't be LeVar oh, Burton. okay, never mind. Right. You know what I mean? Because, it, right, it has to be Mike. It has to be someone that they're also right. a little afraid of. Right, exactly. Like, oh. some of y'all actually need to pick a switch. As grown-ups. As, like, 
nearly 30, 40 year old ass uh, adult niggas. Right. Someone at some point on your side has to say, hey, my brother, my brother, right. shut the fuck up. Shut up today. Shut up tonight. Mm-hmm. My nigga, shut up tomorrow and shut up next week if you might. Shut the fuck up. You black fuck. I already gave up on both of these particular niggas for reasons we've discussed at length on this program. We have, yep. Some of y'all still want to know whatever, like, and can I just say, like, the baby T really wasn't anything. Like, he just did some fucked up shit to an artist. Yeah. That, like, y'all know. Yep. There. So, like, clearly y'all are terrible people that have no intention on ever doing better. You will continue to make the most ridiculous fuck nigga ass excuses so that you can continue to perpetuate fuck nigga garbage. And I just have no hope for you. I won't be buying your music, streaming your music, coming to your shows. I have nothing nice to say about any one of you bitches. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is, like, the baby is, like, a baby. (laughs) You know what I mean? At least... At least Clifford has some, like, hits from back when we were in high school and didn't have the capacity to really understand how much of a fuckboy he was. Right. You can disappear at any moment. Because the girls aren't really living the way that they initially were. We'll be all right. We will be all right. Like... And the way that we have watched you speak to Black women, treat Black women physically, verbally, and now... Gay people, gay men, queer men, people living with HIV AIDS. For what? Girl, y'all niggas need to start sucking dick, to be honest with you, because that's all that you're going to start. That's all you're going to have. Oh, well. It's just you and your uh, your fellow uh, niggas, eventually. Mm-hmm. But that's not even true, because there's always going to be a dummy bitch that's going to give you pussy in head anyway. So, y'all are fucking idiots. You're not as smart as you think that you are. Um... And this is why you are always, always, always facing foolishness, trash, and garbage in the news. And there isn't a booking fee. There isn't a ticket. There isn't a Cuban link in the world that's going to stop you niggas from being fucking dumb. There isn't. And very likely eternally goddamn miserable. Because guess what? Guess what? When your knees start buckling... Bitch, and somebody got to change your motherfucking diaper, there's going to be another ABC XYZ rapper out here. And ain't nobody going to be giving the fuck about you. And it ain't going to matter how much fucking money your ass got anymore. The girls aren't going to be pressed. And you're going to have to live with the fact that you've never really provided anything of substance to anyone aside from maybe some songs that people like. And most of the people in your personal life, once you aren't as beneficial to them anymore, you're going to realize they don't like you. Mm. Well, they don't like you. We don't. When there's another fresh rapper to get them into whatever festival or club, when there's another fresh rapper to pay their bills and buy them a Birkin, when there's another person to take them out to Six Flags or whatever, you're going to realize that they actually can't stand your stupid ass. Well, T.I., I know you already halfway there. So I don't even, again, I don't know why you're here. You could have just shut the fuck up. <sighs> Y'all are stupid. And I, like, as I said earlier, I have no hope. I, I don't have no hope for y'all. I don't have no faith for y'all. I don't know why we continue to fight for half y'all bitches and we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. We're going to keep doing it. We because are. There, are, there are niggas out here that matter. And even you, 
Even you deserve <laughs> to not die at the hands of white supremacy mm. and American fuckery. Mm. But my God, if you think I'm finna jump in front of anything for anybody, nope. like, nope. You y'all, all y'all got you. Kanye, everybody else that can skirt around damaging, disgusting things. And then Lil Nas X will just be like, yeah, I'm gay. Lip wrist. And it's like, oh my God, the damage that this has on the black man. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all shooting the black woman and then dancing over around it. Literally and literally, figuratively. Literally shooting. Like Lil Nas X <laughs> like, didn't shoot nobody. Shut the fuck up, panty waist. I don't know what that means. What is a panty way? I figured you. I figured you invented that. I've never heard that term in my. Never heard anyone called a panty waist. No, but panty waist sounds like. I feel like that's something I used to hear all the time in the nineties. It honestly sounds like a waste of. Of. It feels like it's. It feels like it's a not a good thing to say. Yeah. It feels like it's probably homophobic. I mean, oh. I was thinking it was somebody who was fine, but like you couldn't actually move forward with them because they were so fucking stupid. I thought it was like, like you were a waste of your mom's panties. Oh, damn. Okay. I was not thinking of it like that, but that might be it. (laughs) Or like a panty stain. I mean, I guess I was thinking that same thing, just in different. Google in says a, different a way. feeble or effeminate person. Oh damn! Yep, of <laughs> course it is. Wow, of course it's homophobic. Of course it's femphobic. Of course it is. That's why it came to me. <sighs> and this is how y'all are. Like y'all really feel like these are two equal things to be compared, and this makes sense. Like niggas really felt like this made sense. Yeah. I just, I, why? Mm -hmm. (laughs) For, there was. Right. Why? Mm -mm. No. What was, what was the reason? I mean, this is literally just how niggas are. And the only thing I even have. To add to it is that I saw a lot of criticisms of like, oh, my God, this is how bitches are. All these bitches loved the baby last year. They all loved him two years ago. And now here they all go turning on him. Hoes ain't loyal, blah, blah, blah. Like, I've seen a lot of that. And all I have to say is that, like, a person who is confronted with multiple instances of new evidence and does not change their opinion is truly ignorant. Like, that's the fool. That's the dumbass. That's the one bound by something other than what makes sense because everybody else expects to change their opinion when they receive new information. That is the entire point of receiving new information. What do you niggas have against learning? What do y'all, why is it so bad for you to not have the same opinions all your life? Y'all gotta stop fucking these niggas. I'm sorry. Like you really, y'all I don't have to get stop. it. I do y'all not understand. Y'all have to stop fucking it. these niggas. Like I, I, how can you say these things comfortably? Right. Confidently. It don't make sense. They don't make any sense. You're literally saying all of these niggas, all of these women love the baby last year, but now that they know that he abuses women and supports abusive women and he's homophobic as fuck, they don't like him. 
No yeah. shit, you stupid bitch. <laughs> who wouldn't? Yeah. Who wouldn't feel that way? Why don't you feel that way? That's the real question. Like, do you not hear that that's stupid? Like, bitch, that don't... At no point did you think, hmm, maybe they shouldn't support somebody who is terrible it's to It's nonsense! Women. Like... And you're framing this as if women are, f- like, flawed somehow. Like, we're at fault for being like, damn, I felt one way, and then all this new information came, and now I feel a different way. As if that's not just being a smart human. That's just Have being you ever somebody dated? who understands things. Like, I don't... Honestly, if niggas would think about it rationally and not think about it under the filter of, wow, I hate women, then this would make a lot more sense. But they do hate women, so they don't bother to do that. Y'all are just so constantly tired of being berated on the ways that you could do better, that your immediate reaction to hearing someone say do better is to, like, rebel against that and say, well, fuck you then. And instead of actually... You like evaluating the ways that you could do better and then doing better so you don't have to constantly fucking hear about how niggas need to do better. You're going to keep fucking hearing it. You're going to mm-hmm. keep hearing it. You're going to keep fucking hearing it. And it doesn't matter what fucking nonsense ass Nickelodeon fucking logic you try to pull out of your nostrils. No, like... <laughs> Come on, Nickelodeon. Y'all motherfuckers are fucking stupid. I don't have, like, it's like, I don't really have anything else to say. I'm sorry that I don't have, I have no other way of framing this. I don't have a more intellectual way to review this or anything. Like, like y'all are just plain old dumbasses. <laughs> you have no intention on doing any better. And the dangerous part about it is so many of you dumbasses think that you are smart. Yep. And people believe you just because mm-hmm. they like you. People believe you just because you have things that they think that they need or they think that they want. Many <sighs> of which you can't afford or yep. don't even understand. Like the purchase of a planet. Mm-hmm. That nigga just allegedly punched a girl or, or whatever, assaulted his ex, pulled like the gun out on somebody, ago. and three is now raging ago. and rolling loud, and everybody forget that that should happen. Dap him up. He's bought a planet. Homeworld's his. <sighs> Y'all are weird. I just want to, like, make my little jokes and do my stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, yep. you know, if my little brothers have some babies, they, you know, college is great. I yep. want to buy my mom and them everything that they need and, and all of that stuff and mm-hmm. snacks. I really enjoy snacks. Um, that's all I need in this life is saying at this point, I don't like you motherfuckers can have it. Yeah. I'm, like I really, I don't have anything for y'all motherfuckers anymore. I don't have faith. I don't have hope. I don't have Mm-mm. love. I barely have like, so <laughs> fuck y'all. Yeah. And when the universe says it's time for me to depart this life, then please be happy for me. <laughs> Yeah. That I am no longer here dealing with these niggas and their dumb shit. Be happy. Rejoice for me that I have been freed from an existence where somebody like T.I. is considered someone whose opinions should be listened to. I want my tombstone to say mood. (laughs) (laughs) I just want mine to say this bitch was freed from these niggas. It never made sense and she always knew it wouldn't. Like... (laughs) Here lies and, Kid and Fury. And just be happy for me. Finally, like, it happened to me. <laughs> right in front of my face. 
<laughs> Bitch, you can't be denied. Everybody, you know, please come and celebrate with me that I have moved on to something that has to be better than this. <laughs> has to be. <laughs> so... It has to be. It has to. Even if it is just an infinite void of darkness. Bitch, because this is the bad place. (laughs) This is the fucking bad place. At this point, bitch, I will legit be in the middle of complete eternal darkness. Like, rest! Oh, amen. Everything about it is terrible. What? Yes. Finally. An inky void for three billion years. Sign me the fuck up, girl. (laughs) Sounds perfect. Exhausting. (laughs) How exhausting. They're exhausting. Oh man. It's true. Some one of these niggas that they're afraid of needs to have a seminar for like we'll see. Actually doing better. And you're never gonna do it because niggas don't want to do anything but fucking bitches, eat hot chip and lie (laughs) and scratch their ass. That's all. That's true. And like impress niggas, but then you worried about who's sucking dick in a parking lot. Ain't nobody sucking dick in a, sucking dick harder than you bitches. Yeah. Don't nobody suck dick harder than a flexing ass straight man. Mm-hmm. You might as well be deep throwing the girls since you worried so much about what they think about what you have. Right. Did you just pick up somebody in the parking lot and they just left and now you feeling some kind of way don't really know what the motivation was behind it but just know that every last one of your reasonings and explanations was bullshit it definitely was giving me that his trade in the entourage who said that his hole in his throat was only for him was definitely <laughs> out in the parking lot doing the things and having the good time yeah. and he found out it felt like a subtweet very pressed. Yes. It, did. it definitely felt like a subtweet it felt like there. I'm hitting Don't a care. lot of random people right now but I'm meaning to aim it at one person but I wasn't specific enough with my language so all of y'all are mad instead because and you know everyone, what? where did it come from? I ha- still have not heard anyone say, yeah, there was actually mm-hmm. a Bukaki Feelings happening in wrong. the parking lot prior to the thing. Nope. And that's why he said it. Feelings Nobody has been able to like surmise where the fuck this bullshit came from. Yep. Why was dick sucking on your mind, baby? Kirk. <clears throat> Find Fucking a qualified weirdo. mental health professional. I don't know what's wrong, but clearly something is. Bitch, don't even waste their time. Find somebody just it. this is but regardless of what you choose to do with that, leave the rest of us out of it. Leave us. I truly don't give a fuck if you get help or not. I want you to shut your ass. That's what I want at this point. I want you to shut your ass. (laughs) Do that for Mm -hmm. me because you bitches motherfucking thing that, you know, every goddamn thing like you so smart, so well read, ain't read anything but slam magazine (laughs) since 1994. (laughs) Fucking idiot. Stupid ass bitches. Oh, okay. Oh, well, on that note, <laughs> that will HIV wrap- AIDS gonna kill you in two to three weeks. Bitch. What, is this a very special episode of Family Matters? I'm just real Who still says that? How you think HIV works and how you are this ignorant in 2021. If how are you, you? Sleeping with niggas. You're not, we're, you're right. We'll finish. I'm done. Okay. Well, so that is going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. These niggas do not be thinking. They are hashtag stupid as shit. Anything else from you, friend, before we head out? And y'all really be fucking these niggas, right? And then like... They do. And know it. And know it. 
and know it and you don't say anything. Mm-hmm. You just tell the group chat. Let me tell you what this fucking dumbass said today. Yep. Nigga asked me how to spell tangerine. <laughs> I don't know why I'm still here. <laughs> but. <sighs> yeah. Are we just. Do we deserve better? I think a lot of us do. We do. Many of us do. Many we of do. us do. We do. Many of us do. And specifically black people. Mm-hmm. Gay, straight, uh, male, female, non-binary, big, tall, fat, skinny, whatever. Like, many of us mm-hmm. who know better and are trying to do better do deserve We better. do. We do. But, oh. Oh. It's just like walking over hot coal sometimes. Yeah. This is why heaven is such a popular concept. Yeah. People have to believe there's something better than this. Because this life is too frustrating otherwise. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, on that philosophical note. <laughs> like, I don't even need a shrimp cocktail machine or whatever the fuck from the good place. I don't need 18 yogurt, frozen yogurt <laughs> plates. Like, I just... Yeah. How about some basic humanity and respect? We really, last week, were like, I guess it's going to get worse. Ha 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 ha. And then immediately, it did just And that. then, days later. Yep. This nigga just said whatever random... Yeah. This actually pissed me off today. Like, a lot of the times I read these things... And I'm just like, wow, celebrities are so fucking stupid because they get to be because they're put on a pedestal. And many of them who also come from nothing. Like, I feel like if you don't even have the, um, like, I don't know, like, if, if you have if you have the frame or the foundation of I want to get out of this, like, I want to yeah. be, like, free of the binds of poverty or whatever. And then you get there, some people just lose their shit. And so right. I read these things sometimes. And I'm just like, yeah, these niggas are crazy, whatever. But this one actually irritated the fuck out of me when I read it earlier today. And I think a huge part of it is because it was like homophobia is, is unnecessary, period. It just always is. But <sighs> this was so wildly uncalled for that was like a call to action, bitch. You could have said anything. And first of all, do you know what a call to action is? Mm, probably not. Not. You don't. Right. You probably don't. Not, probably not. You clearly don't. <laughs> Stop saying things that you if you don't know what they mean. Yeah. That would help. All right. Yeah, the thing <sighs> Facebook and Yeah. Twitter. And all that. Follow us on social media and we will see y'all next week. 